Okay. Perfect. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Insights with Alicia. It is Monday night, 7 p.m. in Phoenix. I am super excited to connect with everyone today. What is it that we do every week? Every week we gather to learn and connect. And I often say things and people always want to know more about it. They like having the insight from the scientific psychic. There are so many things that I've experienced that have transformed my life that I love sharing these insights to help everyone, not just my clients. I talk about relationships, behavior, so many life skills that will literally change your life and all the tools to be able to support those changes. And let's not forget about the animals. We talk about them too. I am Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Knew Healing. For those of you who don't know me, I am an intuitive life coach, animal consultant and communicator, psychic medium, intuitive mentor, and I provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. For those of you listening as a podcast, welcome. And if you'd like the video version, please visit my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer, or even better, join us live on Monday nights. I would absolutely love, love, love to have you. If you're watching on Facebook and you'd like to comment, please join us by the Zoom link because I'm not able to see um, Facebook at the same time. All righty, everybody. Hopefully you had a really good weekend. One of the reasons that I love doing Insights with Alicia is because it gives us a place to start creating something new in your life. I get to shine the light on things and show you a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then you get to choose to continue to grow down that path and work with me individually to transform at a deeper level and usually a quicker pace. And let's see, what else do we got? I got stuff tonight. I got so many things. Okay, so before we delve into chatting tonight, I wanted to mention again um, that as a result of the random questions episode from a few weeks ago, um, where we had so much fun answering the questions, I am still thinking of starting a new event. If there's enough interest, I've heard from a few of you. Um, my current thoughts are the event would be free, small, closed event, meaning not live streamed or recording. It would be by Zoom. Thinking probably once a month, um, just a place to answer questions out of that book, right? Which were thought-provoking, goofy questions for fun and connection. All participation is voluntary. And as I said before, this will not, I promise you, will not have the feeling of going around in a circle and answering questions like an icebreaker, because that makes me want to die. All right. If you're interested in something like that, please let me know and I will create it. And if you have any questions, feedback, ideas to add to it, please share them with me. This is for all of us. I want to create it for everyone. All righty. So I'm super, super excited about tonight. Look, I already got to get something to drink. <laughs> we are, um, so tonight is week one of a three-week series on the intuitive clairs. So what are the intuitive clairs? They are the way that we receive intuitive information. The six main clairs that we're going to talk about in this series are clairaudient, hearing, clairvoyant, which is the seeing, claircognizant, which is the knowing, like where it's just stuff pops in your head, clairsentient, which is the feeling. These are actually referred to as the big four. Um, and then clairaliance, which is smelling, and lastly, clairgustance, which is the tasting. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so our bodies are these amazing sensing organisms, right? They tell us so much about what is happening in our lives. They receive and give us messages all of the time. Uh, here are a few of my own examples, just so you can kind of get a sense of what I'm talking about. When there are a lot of spirits around, right, humans who have not crossed over yet, I get a very particular type of anxiety in my chest. It's different than my regular anxiety, so it's lots of fun. Um, <laughs> until I started to ask my body, what it was trying to show me, I didn't know the difference. So I suffered, and I use the word suffer because that's the place I put myself with this extra anxiety. And 
since I judge my anxiety so much for myself and I discount it, I couldn't see the information that was being given to me because of those filters, right? The second we judge something, we can't see anything past it. Also, when there are lower vibrational forms of entities around, I get super nauseous. Uh, and that lets me know that there's a different type of clearing that needs to be done. So whether that's to help myself of wherever I am or whatever going on, or with my clients when I do clearings for them. And the big one is, is like when the nerve in my uh, lower back tightens up, I stop whatever it is that I'm doing because that is my really big antenna and it's serious and it's important. Like I just stopped dead in my tracks and I go, what? <laughs> so this is why it's so important to learn to talk to our body uh, because it tells us so, so many things. And if that's something you're interested in, that is one of the things that I could teach you. Um, and most importantly, it always, 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 you guys hear me say this all the time, comes back to knowing our own energy, knowing ourselves so that we know what is ours and what is someone else's. And if you want to know more about that, there is another episode of Insights with Alicia that can teach you this. Uh, it's called Energy Tools You Must Have and Will Change Your Life. It's from, I don't know, what, four or five weeks ago, I think. Uh, so it's it it walks you through all of those steps. The other thing to be aware of is that these abilities show up as sensations or feelings. When I say feelings, I'm referring to the sensations in your body that your body is giving you. This is not emotions. Emotions are very different. I know these words get used interchangeably in our society, and even I do it. And in these particular conversations that we're going to have over the next few weeks, I want you to be mindful of the difference. And when you are learning to ask your body, um, you know, kind of questions, Pay attention to the feelings, the sensations in your body, hot, cold, nervousness, certain pains. Uh, it shows up as all kinds of things. So for me, my strongest clairs are the clairsentient and the claircognizant, which is the, the feeling and the knowing. And my clairaudient and clairvoyant is right behind them. And then my clairgustants and clairalians are a little farther behind. If you find that you have only one of the six of the clairs that we're talking about, that is totally normal. The goal is to not develop them all. I used to think that I needed to learn every metaphysical, psychic, spiritual technique or tool out there. Such a maladaptive overachiever. <laughs> Anyone else relate to that? Uh, discover what works best for you and know that it is perfect and absolutely enough. It does not need to be any different. Okay, so the two we're going to start with tonight are clairaudience, which is the hearing, and clairvoyant, which is the seeing. So I'm just, I'm so excited. I love this stuff. So what is clairaudience? Clairaudience is the intuitive ability to hear beyond the normal range. It is how we can receive information from higher spirits, angels, our spirit guides, the universe, source, God, whichever word you use, and those that have transitioned by hearing. This can show up as hearing familiar voices different voices, or even your own voice, noises that are unintelligible, music, or ringing in your ears. The voices may sound like someone is speaking right next to you, inside your head, or even from very far away. Okay, so the most common signs of clairaudience include, but are not limited to, you hear noises when no one else is around, or you hear sounds that others don't. Um, and it's funny because I... I have a lot of friends that are clairaudient. That's so interesting. There's, I have three that have that ability. <laughs> um, so like I said, you hear noises when no one else is around or you hear sounds that others don't. You may be an auditory learner. For example, you may listen to audiobooks instead of reading a book. 
you hear voices internally or externally. This can be really confusing when you are first awakening to your gifts because it is easy to discount what you are hearing as your own internal dialogue. It is very common to have the voices of anyone who is wanting to give you information sound like your own voice. For me, most of the time, it still sounds like my own voice. How I differentiate it is by a feeling, like who it is, is then that's the clairsentient, right? Everybody feels different. So don't be dissuaded if this never changes. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong or that you're not developing your gifts. And it is the most common to have the voice present itself internally. Uh, so far for me, the only times I've heard the voice outside of my head is when I was in danger and I was being warned. Um, these warnings can come from uh, vary from ringing in your ears to yelling. Mine show up as yelling. Um, usually when I'm asleep, that has happened multiple times. I will sit straight up in bed and like look around and be like, "Did was that out loud? Was that someone outside? Um, that one is, uh, it, it's always interesting. Uh, it's a little easier now that I live alone because <laughs> I know I'm the only one here versus like when you have a roommate or, you know, family in the house, you're like, is it, was it someone, is something going on? The other thing to pay attention to is when you hear the voices, they are going to be positive. And I mean that in, they're not going to be destructive forces. They're not going to be telling you to harm yourself. They're not going to be telling you to harm other people. If you are hearing voices like that, I really invite you to seek out a medical professional because that is a different thing that is happening. Um, that is a mental challenge. It is a, you know, um, a brain thing that's happening. And we want to have you get help that is going to support you in that way. So when you are doing the intuitive part, like I said, it's not going to be destructive, negative, um, low vibration kind of things. Something to just pay attention to there. You also may have had an imaginary friend. If you had an imaginary friend when you were young, this could have been an indication that you were clairaudient. And it was funny because as I was writing this stuff, it's one of the things where you start to look back over your life, right? So like when I was younger, I didn't know that I was psychic and, and that sort of thing. And then when you develop your gifts and you sort of have your awakening and you start using and you look back over your life, you see these um, really funny coincidences or these things where you're like, oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. So I'm digressing here, but you'll get the story and I'll probably tell this one next week because it has to do with those two. So um, I love Star Trek, Star Wars, like all that kind of stuff. And if you, and if you have ever watched the show, Star Trek, the next generation, right? My two favorite characters on the show were Data, right? The Android and Deanna Troy, which was the empath, right? So there's my analytical side and my empathic side. So that's where us left brain empaths come from. But I never thought about that when I was watching the shows. So like I said, it's one of these things is you start to learn this stuff, look back over your life and, and see where it started to show up. Because for me, when I was little, every Saturday morning, one of my favorite things to do was to get out all of my stuffed animals. I didn't play with dolls. I had stuffed animals. Shocking. I know. Um, I put them all on the couch and all of them got brushed. All of them got fed, right? Imaginary. Um, Bugs Bunny was playing on the TV in the background. Now you know my age. Uh, I would spend hours doing this and I looked forward to it all week. It was my absolute favorite thing to do. And now when I look back on it, I can actually see what was happening. There was always a certain order to where everyone had to sit in the couch um, and an order who got fed first and how I talked to them and different conversations I had with each one of them and how I would take care of them. So I didn't have imaginary friends in the traditional sense uh, that the way people think about it, my guides and whoever else was showing up 
at the time came through the stuffed animals. The stuffed animals were my conduit. So I invite you to look back, think over your childhood and see if there was any times in your childhood that you had an imaginary friends uh, or other experiences with some of your toys, et cetera, like this, uh, like mine, that could have been indications that you were clairaudient when you were little. One of the next signs is you have ringing in your ears. And this isn't your normal because I have tinnitus from the head injury. So there's always that. This is a high pitched usually, um, and it'll come in at a different frequency and sudden. You know, usually when you have tinnitus, it, it's not an on and off kind of thing. It's just, it's there. <laughs> and, um, but this is something that pops in and out. And many other life forms vibrate at a higher level. Humans are pretty basic when it comes to all of the life forms in the universe. And when you get this high-pitched ringing, one of the things that you can do is to ask for the information to be delivered in a way that you can understand. That doesn't mean it gets translated right in the moment. I wish. Um, it usually comes later in whatever form you are open to receiving. And sometimes the information isn't even for us. Just because we can hear them talking doesn't mean they're talking to us. It's a little bit of psychic eavesdropping. <laughs> it's where we get to ask questions. Is that for me? No? Okay. Are you, can I listen? Um, your inspiration and creativity flows to you suddenly out of nowhere, or so it seems. Claire cognizant, the knowing can show up this way too. You could be doing activities like washing the dishes, driving your car, and ideas would just pop into your head. This is why I always like mowing the lawn or cleaning my horse stalls when I had horses. It gave my logical brain something to do so I could process and do my intuitive work. It's like a moving meditation. Another sign is that you talk to yourself. Who doesn't do that, right? But in these conversations <laughs> that we're talking about here, you get answers you did not expect and that you would not have thought of on your own. It's not you. It's not you answering. These answers come from a different place other than that inner critic and that old programming that sometimes goes on in our head. Once again, this can be confused with our internal dialogue. And as you spend more time developing your gifts and asking questions, this will get clearer. Promise. You are sensitive to and influenced greatly by music. Many clear audience receive intuitive information through song lyrics and music. It's one of the main ways um, that it happens for them. Another way, this is particular to me, um, but I wanted to add it in here, is that my Claire audience, one of the ways it shows up is through people's voices. So someone will be talking and it'll either be a word that they use, a tiny change in their voice or something, and I will receive some information. I'll get pictures or knowing and a feeling um, because it, it's something about the vibration of their voice. All right. I know that was like a lot, but like I said, this is recorded. You can go back and watch the video. It will be in this week's blog if you want to read it, um, if you're more visual, that kind of way. And you can always listen as a podcast. I hope it was super helpful and gives you some indications of what Claire Audient is. All right. Now on to Clairvoyant. What is Clairvoyant? It is the intuitive ability to see beyond the range of ordinary perception. It is how we receive intuitive information through our mind's eye, our third eye, right? Like that one right here, most of the time. This information can be in the form of colors, symbols, visions, dreams, auras, images. It is how we can receive information from higher spirits, angels, our spirit guides, universe, God source, whatever your word is, and those that have transitioned by seeing. So um, the most common signs of clairvoyance include but are not limited to. You see flashes of color or lights, floating shadows, floating orbs, or things moving out of the corner of your eye. That corner of the eye thing has been happening to me a lot, like the last 
the last week, but like really heavy the last three or four days. And every time I look, I'm like, mm. and I've just been too busy and doing other stuff that I haven't stopped and asked any questions, but, um, but you'll get that. You'll be like, is something going on over there? Uh, you have frequent or vivid dreams. These dreams feel so real to you and they usually have like very bright colors. Sometimes these dreams may be visions or provide insight into what is happening in your daily life. And a dream journal can be really, really helpful to understand the messages that are being delivered to you and to recognize the patterns. If you don't know what a dream journal is, it's just simply a lot of people use a notebook. They keep on um, the side of their bed. And if they wake up in the middle of night or in the morning and they remember their dream, they write it down um, so that they can look at it later. Because so many times we wake up and, you know, unless it was something traumatic, like I had a horrible nightmare the other day. That one stuck with me half of the day. <laughs> um, it was It was a new one. Uh, usually we forget our dreams, you know, the more it was our day goes on and that sort of thing. So a dream journal can be super, super helpful. Uh, you see glowing energy or lights around people. This is what is known as the aura, right? It is composed of electromagnetic energies. Another cool thing that you can do is that you see how things fit together differently than other people. You may be very good at like difficult puzzles, complex projects. You can see the whole picture and how the pieces link together. And clairvoyants are usually very visual people. You are good at visualizing things, right? It's almost like that dream state, but in the waking um, hours, it is almost as if the movie is playing in your head. The colors are really bright. The pictures are very clear. Um, and getting those pictures is very, very easy for you. Let's see what else we got here. We got so much good stuff. If any of these, like, I know I got some of you here that are with, like, if you have any of these, pop it in the chat. Let me know. I forgot to say that part at the beginning because, I mean, you guys know I always want to hear from you. <laughs> if any of this stuff resonates with you, some of my Claire audience that are around. One of the other things is that you daydream a lot. You can sometimes get lost living inside your head because your daydreams seem so real. Some may say that you have an overactive imagination. You may get visions of the future. This is where your strong ability to visualize comes into practice. These visions can come while you're dreaming in your sleep, daydreaming, or even in an instant while you are awake. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool thing when that happens. You may be a very creative person, and you may find yourself drawn to visual hobbies such as painting, photography, drawing, sculpting, etc. those kind of worlds. Um, this also creates a connection for you to see the beauty in things that others don't. This is where that visual connection is. One of the practices that is recommended for clairvoyants that see a lot of images or symbols is a picture in, picture dictionary. This is something that you make for yourself as it's specific to each person. So symbols or even pictures of something are not going to mean the same thing to every person. Uh, that's why it's not one of those. It's not like you go get a set of cards, right? And they're the same. Like this is something that's very specific to you and you want to make your own because you are the one who interprets what the messages are um, of the symbol or the image. So for example, seeing an apple might mean a teacher or something to do with school or learning. Seeing a baby might mean a message um, about a baby, or it may be about the new beginning of something, right? Because it's a birth. Uh, having this dictionary can help you put all the pieces together to receive the messages. And then also um, it just gives you like a, a more comprehensive place to kind of come from where you get the picture. And you're like, oh, that means this, this, and this to me. And then you have your whole picture. For me, um, the way the pictures show up 
it's uh, sometimes when I'm working with animals, like there was uh, one cat I was working with and his pet parent was trying to find a way to get more moisture in his diet because he didn't drink a lot of water. And every time I kept bringing it up, like, Hey, do you want a different kind of fountain? Do you want to do this? He just kept showing me a particular picture um, of a certain kind of wet food. Now, here's the thing. It's going to get a little biological information. Cats get most of their moisture from the food in the wild. They don't drink a lot. And that's why domestic cat, domesticated cats can have a hard time with dehydration if they only get dry food. Because in the wild, like I said, they don't drink a lot of water. He was showing me these things. Oh, so that was the other thing too. So he kept showing me the food and then he kept showing me things in the house that he wanted moved. So I, I like have this picture of this woman's house that I've never been to. And I was like, what is in this corner? Like the furthest room on the back left of the house, what is in the right-hand corner? And she's like, it's this. I was like, yeah, he doesn't like it there. <laughs> I was like, you gotta move it. And she's like, that makes so much sense. He, he's always meowing at that thing. But yeah, I didn't like it. Um, so just, it's interesting how the pictures show up. And like I said, it can be, um, some clairvoyance, which this is where the fiction, fiction, the fiction, which is the combination of the words picture and dictionary. We're just going to make a new word tonight, the fiction. So the picture dictionary can come in very handy if you get a lot of the same symbols and pictures. Like my stuff is always different because it, like I said, it's, it's right. You know, it's, it's like a nine on my scale of one to 10, my clear sentient and cognizant are the tens. So, but there are people who would get repetitive symbols um, and repetitive pictures because that's how, you know, if they see an angel, that's what this always means. Um, so that's why the piction, oh, I did it again. And I was trying so hard. Did you see that? The picture dictionary can be so helpful. I'm not going to say that word no more. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> okay. So those are some of the indications that you may be clairvoyant. I hope that was super, super helpful. Uh, so for homework, we haven't had homework in a little bit. I invite you to take some time, look these over and see what, if any, because these may not be your clairs, uh, resonate with you. And if they do, spend some time asking questions and paying attention to the awarenesses that you have. Like this is, this is the fun part. And everybody, everybody has intuition. Like I know everyone, you know, the word psychic is a, a trigger for a lot of people. So think of it this way. It's the same, it's the same thing, but some people do better with the word intuition because everybody has intuition. Everybody's born with it. It's a human thing um, as well as animal, but we're not going to get into it. We're just going to stick with humans right now. <laughs> so it's this place of getting to see really cool of like, oh, how is it that yours actually shows up? And then when we do get that information, how do we get to use this superpower, right? How do we get to use this superpower to have more fun while we're here, right? Because this planet can be really, really challenging sometimes. So why not make it a little easier for ourselves? That is what learning what your clairs are, learning how you get your intuition, developing your abilities. That is how it can change your experience on this planet for the time period that you are here. Um, because let's make it a little easier. So spend some time. That is the homework. And I have a free offer this week. So if you want to know what your Claire is, uh, send me a DM this week and I will do a quick check for free and let you know what I perceive. Because for some people, they just can't tell. They're like, oh, maybe that, I don't know. Or they just want to know. They don't want to, you know, or they want validation. That's such a big thing. Um, 
when you're learning, like this is, you know, I love being an intuitive mentor because there's so many times that we know things and we don't know that we just want someone, need someone to validate them because we're like, oh, am I crazy? Or sometimes you don't have people that you can talk about this kind of stuff with. And so, you know, you, you just kind of keep it to yourself. And that's what's so fun about this is that I get to learn this stuff about people and then I get to teach this stuff. And uh, so if you don't know and you want to know, send me a DM and I'll let you know what I see or feel or know or hear. <laughs> That's why I wrote the word perceive. I was like, I will let you know what I perceive. Um, so as I was saying, teaching intuitive or psychic tools is one of my favorite things to do as an intuitive mentor. If you recognize yourself in any of these scenarios, and if this is something that can move you forward along your journey, then please reach out. I would love to apply for the job to be your guide. Okay. I hope that was helpful for you tonight. Like I said, I know it was a lot of info. Uh, watch the recording, listen, read the blog comes out on Wednesday. So if you're, like I said, you're visual and you want to have the notes there, um, it, all this information is is there for you. And I hope you enjoyed yourself. I had a great time as always. So join me again next Monday. Next Monday, we're going to talk about claircognizant, which is the knowing, and clairsentient, which is the feeling. Um, hopefully I can get through that one in half. I got a lot of stuff because those are my two biggest ones. And um, I, I just have more stuff. <laughs> so uh, I will talk fast. Okay. So, and if there are people you want to share this with, right? Like I said, there's the video, share it with them because like I said, everybody is uh, intuitive and letting them see this kind of stuff can really help change their life. So please share it. It'll be uploaded to the YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer tonight. Subscribe, like, do all of the, the fun things. Um, and uh, also tell people about the podcast for all my clear audience out there. Thank you to everyone who has donated to my cosmic tip jar. It allows me to create more free things that I can give to people like this. If anyone feels led to do so, the links are in um, all of the event information. I love like someone wrote in the chat. Thank you so much. That has been interesting. Yay. Glad it made sense. I'm glad it resonated. Um, and oh, I was going to tell, I was going to tell, but I'll tell it next week because it has to do with next week's Claire. I was like, I had another story, but it, I'm going to tell it next week. So you guys have to wait. You have to tune in to find out what that story was. All right, everyone. I hope you have a good night. I hope you have a fabulous week. Um, and I will see you again next Monday. All right. Bye, everyone.